Fuck me. Well, fuck me. Fuck me. Hello, foot nerds, and welcome back to another installment of the Foot Me podcast, your podcast for all things mid-level, mid-tier, and just plain mid in Ultimate Team. I am your host, TJ, here to navigate you through and share with you my week in uh, Ultimate Team, and hopefully you get a little bit out of that and possibly can relate and maybe feel a little uh, less crazy, less isolated, less why is this happening to me? Because let's face it, it's happening to us. So foot me is foot us or foot you or foot whatever it is going on. Um, today, uh, we're sticking with our pretty standard format. Going to look over uh, my weekend review and where things are at, stuff along that. We got some content that came out. We are past toxicity and now we are to nepotism. Uh, and then we'll talk about the patch and all things that are pseudo patch related and how that may or may not be affecting showing up feeling different in in your life but uh as usual let's get started with uh hey how you doing and I'm doing uh I'm doing Div Six stuff, right? Uh, just barely got into Div Six. I think the last time we chatted, I now uh, have uh, made it up halfway through Div Six. So I'm to that halfway checkpoint. Have uh, teased moving up past that, but not necessarily mentioned last week. Already did all my games. I did run a poll. I think there were five of you that maybe answered. Most of you seem like you played about twenty, uh, twenty maybe thirty games so far. I'm already well past ninety, so. I'm broken um, and continue to to grind that mode um, as we go through it. This week was another one where I missed weekend league. Uh, I was uh, at a point where I had two games to be able. I essentially played eight and was sitting at three and math, right? So three and five. So I needed to win one of my last two games to be able to qualify. And I pushed that um, to uh, the next day or day or whatever. And so, Warmed up a little bit, played those games and got drilled and then had a close one with some kind of weirdness and ended up uh, losing both of those. So did not qualify um, uh, yet again. So probably not going to end up with a red player. Um, still, uh, you know, whenever you don't qualify, that is compounded by the fact that then you don't have qualification points. Now, in EA's Infinite Wisdom, what they will do today, it being Monday as of the day of recording, they will probably put a uh, a rivals boost. Uh, that means if you play rivals after you play like a few games, you'll get 200 points for qualification here and 200 points for qualification there, which by that time, I'll be pretty close because when you don't qualify for weekend league, unless you're playing call of duty or something else, you're probably going to end up having to, you know, play alternate game modes. And since you could play four per day of the cup and I'm not going to spend all day grinding squad battles, that meant I played a lot of, you guessed it, rivals. But because that boost doesn't come out, I'm getting, you know, 12 point, 25 point, whatever per, uh, depending on how well things are, are going. And so by the time they give me like where there's like, oh, here you can go, here's 600 points for playing five games, I will need all of 200 points, which I'll get for playing one or two. And so it's just, again, um, 
in a world where they're trying to keep folks engaged. And I know they do a real good job with their data and figuring out what works and like how to sell us stuff. And, you know, they can tell who's doing what and things like that. And to be quite honest, if you're EA and you look at a player like myself, you aren't really worried at all about what you need to do to keep me playing because I keep playing regardless of the crap that they do. So I'm not necessarily, you know, the bellwether for, how do we bright line um, what, you know, keeps people going in the game. But at the same time, you know, the daily upgrade stuff like that, which we'll get into Advent, you know, that's, that's good. It's a nice touch. I definitely enjoy that. It helps kind of pushing, but I do think that uh, the idea of giving us a bunch of bonus points on Monday, but for us degenerates, you know, so that that's really aimed at helping the non-degens get to be able to, to go in and then try to qualify. Now, I played one person that was, I think, rubber banding in qualifications because, I mean, you know, with relatively crappy team uh and was just you know you know you complete it for you know the packs at the end so it 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 is what it is but for the most part you know still relatively difficult i know uh when watching streams so stuff like that the discussion comes up about not everybody can qualify and then you get all the oh if you can't qualify then you don't deserve and all of all of that kind of thing i would throw this out there um for those of you that are like man it's hard to get 14 wins now or it's hard to get this wins you would probably get more wins if everybody could play weekend league you know that would uh you know this idea of skill-based matchmaking and the way it works out is based on you know record if you added you know more people to that you're going to have a you know watered down version of you know quality now if you're getting 12 15 you know 16 you know those types of wins then that bottom sector doesn't really bother you. That's the first four or five games you play that are random, and then whoop, you kind of move up. And for those of you that are really like grinding to get to that nine, adding more people that would play just to get lower tier rewards would only help in that instance. So just something to think about. Um, of course, as I did allude to, I did end up playing the cup, um, and you know, I, I've made my feelings known that typically the cup is absolutely the donut of all the modes that we play if you're not winning you're not getting anything out of it you get a 78 plus pack or whatever for playing one game and then after that there's no more play it's all win um typically my goal is to get four wins because that's where the uh, 500 xp has been and with this particular season where there was a get to the end so you can then you know pile up some games for bonus which is why i you know threw on the uh, eafc points so that i could buy those stupid sweater jerseys which are fine i'm still using them it's the holidays ho 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 um but with that instance going on uh then you want to hurry up and get there so that you can try to maximize those 50 games or whatever, which at the rate that I play, which shouldn't be a problem in 14 days. Harder for me is to try to get to, you know, div five by the end of it, which some of you are like, you're an idiot. Why would you try to do that? You, then you go back down to eight instead of six and seven or whatever. And again, that's the the part of the game that I am trying to like, you know, I see rivals as your bright line for like where how are you improving where are you at granted some of the folks i play are just thumping and then others are are much closer so i don't think it's as you know precise as it maybe could or used to be we already hear some folks sandbagging and that with the shorter seasons it's easier again a topic that i talked about i think a little bit last week so not going to get too much into that but 
in terms of cups and not to get too far off that I did end up uh, winning a couple one day and then a couple another day. So I got to the four win mark, got the 500 points uh, before um, that one expired. So that was, that was all right. Again, that was four a day and it went away. So it wasn't available on Sunday. So all I did was just, you know, grindy, grindy, grindy games. So, um, did end up playing a couple of buddy of mine. We, uh, did mess up with the co-op. So I guess this is actually a good place to where we can transition, um, into, uh, content and, you know, what is happening in EAFC. Um, we have moved out of the toxicity promo into the nepotism promo. Actually, it's, you know, dynasties, which, uh, you know, have some family members where if you ever wondered if uh, it is a genetic implication as far as how effective you can be at something, the fact that there are this many relatives that play football at this high of a level should let you know that, uh, yeah, there's a, a little something to that. Um this particular one has the daily Maldini where you get a two game loaner on him, do that twice. And then, you know, and then you unlock, you know, his, uh, kid and then when you put both of those in and score in four skicks eight ten you get stuff um and so yesterday was the first day that i had skipped doing the maldini combo but if you play every day you get to add to that and so my buddy who also is doing it will be able to essentially sit down and probably knock out four to six um if uh co-oping that on squad battles just to make sure you got to score a goal in those games and so um and with it being a loner and kind of on that we've been doing the squad battle thing get some rewards then on sunday when that thing pops i think i got up to gold two just uh screwing around and doing um i also worked on an evolution so we'll talk about that in a minute so you know exciting um uh also, uh, for those of you that played before November, which if you're listening to this podcast, you definitely played before November, unless you know you're new to the channel. And so, welcome. How's it going? Sorry you didn't get a Holland. Um, which at the other end of that is uh, now granted the so the Holland thing also came with uh, you know Holland car looks pretty good, 87 rated, fast finishing in theory. Um, and so there's, there's that not necessarily my style of player for my system, uh, but it does, then there's the, an associated objective where, uh, score a goal with Holland in so many separate matches. I think it's up to 50 and there's something for each one of those. And so, um, what this means for me is he'll be in my, uh, you know, uh, objective slash, uh, squad battle team up top for the most part, if, uh, I can, fit him in there. Hopefully he won't displace any uh, upcoming evolutions that I need to kind of have in that spot to try to maximize things that, that we're getting out of there. But um, I, I have him on the bench. I've put him in some games. I haven't built a, a team around him just to kind of screw around and try some crossing stuff, but that didn't go as well as I would like. Um, but what I have noticed, and this is something that uh, I think I'm talk about a little bit more in the patches that despite him having pretty good finishing stats and adding a finisher to him he is not really the best at finishing you want to talk about shooting some balls just you know across like if you're not kind of straight on goal with him then you're probably in trouble so narrow those angles try to you know get within the uh 
uh, I think the goalpost to kind of start that. Cause if you're shooting cross body with him in some instances, I just, it was just, it was going everywhere. So, um, but you know, still cool card, uh, for those of us that played before November, um, and for Holland aficionados. Now I will say my buddy who, uh, ended up packing a one to watch, uh, Holland out of one of those, uh, grab bag packs. You know, I can't imagine. I haven't looked because he's not really on my thing, but, you know, I can real quick. I guess we can do some real-time research. But uh, I would assume that uh, some of these Hollands have uh, gone down a little bit. Now, there's still 1.13. Why on earth? Oh, yeah. Now, granted, 87 versus a 93 Holland or a 94 Holland. 92 Holland, even the 91 Holland right now is at 61 K. Um, and so this 87, which is less than, but a faster version, I believe, you know, that's, that's gotta be something. I do think there's been a little bit of a dip, but you know, and I, they couldn't make him sue overpowered. Clearly that would, uh, you know, rub some people the wrong way. But, um, uh, and, and again, we're going to talk about finishing here in a little bit because I think, I think some stuff has happened. So the, uh, advent calendar is going, I don't know if you're aware of advent calendars. My wife is, we have a bunch of them this year. This is our advent calendar Christmas where we're opening things daily on our move up to, to that, whether it's, you know, rocks or candy or, um, jam. In this instance, it's, uh, EAFC players. Um, uh, the thing that is a little in, I mean, I look, it's free stuff for just logging in daily, submit your bronze card, get your little pack. And then every other, every day, some skippy days, I don't know why they didn't just give everybody something for all the days. Actually, so I would say the reason they didn't do it every day is in that way you don't have to log in every day and you'll be able to accomplish everything. But at the same time, not giving you something on like day nine or whatever, because it's like, oh, day eight, there's something and day 10, there's something, but not on day nine. It's like, you know, why? I'm, there's got to be a reason internally they thought of something like, I don't know. It, of course, we'll never know, but of course, so some of our advent calendar, we, I just assumed that like, you know, one of the kids got in there and took my stuff and it's like, whatever, you know, kids these days, what can you do? Um, but yep, we got an advent calendar that's daily to go with the Maldini daily that's within that. Um, and then, uh, the thing that got dropped on Sunday that everybody was, you know, all a tizzy for was the, uh, you know, icon pick, which turned out to not be an icon pick, but it was an 87 plus icon, which includes, um, the, uh, upgraded icons, uh, from Centurions, I believe, or, or uh, it was the one. So, uh, I had been saving fodder because as you know, I had a terrible run on like, you know, one out of five or six on the uh, icon pack. So I stopped doing those. I was like, look, you know, looking at these, there's only a certain kind of level. The, uh, like I said, I did one more group of the, uh, heroes last time, got Brolin and Cole and was like, okay, I think that's probably it on those. Unless you hit like two or three of them now that really wasn't worth. So kept holding on, um, and was generating some fodder since I'm not doing the Mbappe grind. So then when this came out, there was, uh, you know, you had to have some, uh, informs, which I'd been doing that grind as well. Um, and so I was like, okay, now's the chance. So I went ahead and fired off. There were two of them that were doable. I'm sure they're going to bring this back and keep trying to suck things out of the club. 
Um, and the first one that I did resulted in a vintage. So I was not disappointed. I don't, to be honest, I could go look at how much it costs. It's untradeable, so it doesn't really matter. And maybe that tells you like, you know, some level of value. But of course, um, you know, this, uh, he already had taken a hit because of the SBC and things. I think, yeah, 165K. So I don't think cost-wise, if I just had bought everything, it would have been worth it. But he has been slotted in as a center back and is just doing the business for me right now. So I've got him next to uh, VVD. And so all in all for you know icons, so much like when I got Zola, who was like a numerical win too, uh, when I, I hit him and he's been in the team ever since, uh, you know, Vintage was, you know, an instant addition. So that that's been nice. Rolled the dice on the second one and thought I hit with a Stoichkov, 89 rated. Uh, if you look at his stats, he's got great dribbling and he is good on the right stick. He's got good finishing, all these things. But I am a three-star weak foot magnet, right? Um, my Dybala end form was up there and the number of times that that weak foot showed up and was all like, screw you, um, you know, that, that happened. Um, and so then, you know, we were thinking Brolin would be a good fit, but again, he's another three-star weak foot. Sala, who's made it back into the the starting lineup, of course, has the three-star weak foot. Got to put him on his left, all that kind of stuff. And it's just, yeah, and, and for a little bit, I had moved some five-star uh, weak foot folks up there. You know, uh, the objective uh, Yoda I was playing with for a little bit. Last week, I talked about uh, putting Messi up there and using uh, Puig uh, in the midfield and getting him on some some Kim. And so, you know, we've been struggling trying to find that person to hang out up there with Zola who could, you know, finish and get the job done and was able to still have some balance um, and could move the ball around and, you know, dance a little bit for me. And instead, um, you know, in Stoichkov, I'm like, this looks great, of course three-star weak foot and oh my god has it showed up already like he makes some crazy goals where he just kind of bullies through on some stuff the ball sticks to him and he puts it in and then he has like some you know oh just slot that away and it just is into the stand souvenir so um that's been frustrating. He's been in and out of the lineup already. Like I got him yesterday. It was excited. Stuck him up there. Fits in, you know, immediately, whatever. And uh, played games. Took him out. Put him back in. Maybe put him on the bench. Like uh, part of me is like this. It's probably a me problem. It's a skill problem. But man, I have been hitting posts and just all over the place and shots that seem like they should be going in. And and I have a theory, but we're going to talk about that, you know, all uh, when we get down into the patch. But uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we get there, and that was evolutions. Um, of course, these have been, you know, churning out. People have been, uh, you know, pretty hyped about them. I've done a couple of them. Um, uh, one still has been in my squad for the longest time. It was one that folks said maybe wasn't worth the value, but um, I used on my uh, Bompa Star the uh, Hero Evolution. And she's been phenomenal uh, on the left back position. I had to learn a little bit about playing with, you know, that kind of size and version versus a larger like Hernandez, which I'd been playing with. But now that I've kind of got that down, um, you know, she's just been, you know, fantastic. Um, and so I've been excited about that. She's an 88. Um, we'll probably start to fall lose some pace as we uh, go through team of the year and things like that. But, you know, right now she's been, you know, just, fantastic for me. And then 
I, I believe I mentioned that I had a slobicized inform on the bench. I got him through the, you know, the 82 plus ones uh, last week and, you know, enjoyed his dead ball, but was having a hard time fitting him into the squad. He was just, you know, that 86 pace and just a couple things. He just wasn't able to get over the hump or justify displacing somebody like a son. Um, or, uh, you know, Joe Cole at that point even. And so what I ended up, uh, you know, looking into is this midfield um, evolution. He ended up being one of the top kind of meta things to the point that I think it's, you know, he's extinct on the market to try to find this card. Um, that in mind, I haven't played against him a whole lot, but I absolutely evolved the crap out of him, played some squad battle games to get it done. And so he is now an 88 and I have to say is uh, definitely uh, pulling his weight, uh, puts in some goals. Uh, he's got that big body type. Again, he's one that balance-wise, I would like that to be a little bit higher, but that uh, uh, press-proven uh, play style along with the dead ball and just you know his size – um, he has definitely not been a liability on the pitch has actually, you know, played really well. And so I was excited ab about that one. Um, also kind of funny that you, the, you know, if look, let me preface this, that if you bought a Rashford or two, because you're like, Hey, I think this could be a good investment. And then it didn't work out. I apologize. If you bought 15 or 20 Rashfords or you're running like a bot program that like buys Rashfords and now you're all like, uh oh, I lost a bunch of money. You know, so be it. That's what you get. You know, um, insider trading is illegal in the United States. If you think you have, you know, information other people don't have and how that would then impact, you know, the environment. You wonder if it was always that Rashford wasn't going to get in or if EA was all like, you know what? That's a good point. I see all these people buying Rashford. Maybe we shouldn't upgrade them and they adjust it right before they release it. That would be interesting to note. Like, was the leaker right? And then EA looked and was like, nah, not so fast. That might be a little too OP. Too many people bought the Rashford cards. Um, and that they kind of see that, you know, from their dad as like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do it this way. And they just drop it down one. We'll never know, but you know, it's still something to think about. So, um, uh, mainly to think about, like, if you see another run like this happen, you know, is the community getting on board that fast actually a way to make sure that that stuff doesn't happen because they get to look and be like, oh, bought too many of them. You must be cheating. So, Anyway, but that was uh, content. You know, there's other stuff. There's other players in there, things like that. But I think that's, you know, most of it. If you're playing games, you're getting packs. They're still, you know, kind of doing that. So even though we're past um, Black Friday, we're still, you know, having some some relatively good daily action is worth it promo. So, again, um, keep up with that. So um, now I wanted to move on to the fabled patch. Yeah, that's our arg for patch because like patches and pirates and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, with that in mind, uh, you know, this is the first kind of big patch. They've done some little things here or there. They had to disable the trickster stuff. They've, you know, messed around with a little bit here or there. Some of it's been making sure that the store works or that the, the web app isn't as terrible as it is, but it kind of is. So whatever. Um, but uh, this was the one that everybody was like, ooh, they're going to deal with, you know, pressure and X, Y, and Z and things like this. And they're, you know, they're nerfing some things and so we're going to see how this works to the point that 
when people found out that they were nerfing uh, Finesse Shot Plus, that all the Finesse Shot Plus players just kind of dove in price. And so if you grabbed one of those at the bottom, then you know you've been able to kind of rebound a little bit there. Of course, that is a little bit of rolling the dice because you're having to speculate, like, is it going to be very dead or kind of dead? And what it turned out to be is reduced not eliminated so still plenty of finesse shots going in i would actually go one step further and say that the nerf on finesse shot plus maybe is a boost to travella because i've seen so many like i've been just getting travella here um this past weekend more so than i've i've gotten in the past versus the finesse shot stuff so again got to be closer got to be kind of within the box you know i miss finesse shots in the box all the time there's still some of those angles and if you do it right you know i've had zola put away some good ones but you know not nearly as far back as before which is fine i'm not trying to shoot from you know half court shots I'm, I'm no Wade, so I'm not trying to Kobe any of that kind of stuff. So uh, I appreciate them kind of nerfing it down. I'll tell you what did get killed is the kickoff glitch, quote unquote, um, or the idea of being able to like send somebody and then just kind of shove it up the middle. I will say after watching, you know, BPM, I mean, a lot of folks, that's the way teams do start their kickoff. They'll go back and then they'll like bomb it deep to the right or the left. And But you don't see like goals off of those very frequently or, you know, quickly or whatnot. Um, and certainly not that person scoring. If anything, they get it, then other people are coming up and then they pass pass and then they have a chance. So, um, but few people still tried it. Uh, the reactions are better. The players aren't getting down the field as fast. Like, just, there's just a number of things that they kind of did. It seemed like they turned it down. They didn't turn defense up. So, I don't know. Even though the patch note said defenders will be more aware, what I've noticed is that the offensive players aren't necessarily sprinting through. So, I, I do think there's some stuff that's in the patch that happens that – um, are tweaks and sliders and different things that they play around with that they do not tell us about within the patch notes still. I'm still of that mind that they don't give us all those details. And, you know, so be it. I guess that's the way that they want to do their eSport. You know, that's the way it works. Um, now, we knew that 71 press is the area that everybody's like, oh, my God, this is too much. Make it stop. You know, no means no, all that kind of thing. And uh, in theory, this was supposed to be a patch that dealt with this, supposed to be less uh, heavy pressure if you're on the sidelines and things like that. And for the most part, it seems like it maybe is, you know, a tick worse, but it's not gone. Like, um, and maybe you don't want it to be gone. And if people are good at pressing and that's a skill thing and that's how they kind of do it, you don't want to completely just take that out of the game. But it still seems, you know, I'm, you still see batches of folks running um, in areas. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, but you can take advantage of those areas. And like when they come running at you like that, you know, you can, you know, utilize them. But you still look at that mini map and you see like, you know, it's just like, you know, like they're on you. Uh, white on rice flies and shit, whatever. You're like, it's just like, you got a triangle and a circle and they're like right on each other. And I'm not sure exactly what, um, setting that is. I can't imagine there's some kind of man mark. It might be team press, but I don't think so. It could just be a constant pressure flick. Not sure. Still wish they would do something about empty triangles, but you know, we're, we're, we're still, you know, we can't get everything that we want, but we might get what we need. So, um, you know, this is uh, hopefully enough of that tweak that it helps for people like us that feel like trapped and suffocated. Um, and it still allows people that really utilize this strategy to not feel like they've been absolutely gutted. So 
you know, that happy medium when it comes to that. I will say like bounce back still, you know, happening. Uh, I know they kind of tuned that down for slide tackles, which I've been trying to utilize a little bit more, but you know, within reason um, to, to kind of deal with that. There was some thought that this could lead to a drop back meta. I'll be interested to see like what the YouTubes and everybody else, cause you know, we're still in early days of this. People are going to react to it. They're going to look at some video. They're going to feel one way. They're going to go back and watch some stuff, you know, in this day and age of like tactics for content where, you know, those people are having to, to watch that, you know, a little bit more. What I'm hoping to kind of see in that evolution, I will say that I know this is getting a little off track, but, um, since tactics are becoming such a point of engagement and things like that, which a lot of people think is the magic pill, put in the tactic, win the game, and it doesn't work like that at all. What I'm hoping is that we go from the Twitter version of like, okay, here's the tactic to here's gameplay with us. Like, here's how this part of the tactic is working here. Here's how this part of the tactic is working here. Now within that, that's a lot of editing. It's a lot of commitment. Somebody has got to really be, you know, and, and whether or not people are interested in that, like I am, because to be honest, knowing what those things do, not just based on like their text, but like seeing in the game, like what is the difference in the way that they act and not having to like, you know, experiment Cause like, let's, once you're in a game, it's hard to then see, you know, forest for the tree version of like how this works, unless you're just kind of gifted in that. Maybe you're on the spectrum. Maybe you just like, you know, see things, you know, you're freaking rain man or whatnot, but, or woman person, what the point being, that, you know, until you go back and look at it or, and, you know, and so I think it would be interesting, you know, a series for those of you out there that do video editing and play the game at a level that is not terrible to, um, you know, that's, that's why I'm not doing it. Well, it's one of the reasons there's probably a variety of them. Um, but to see that would be like, you know, what does long ball look like in terms of like, what effect is that having? And then, you know, like I said last week, I took all the instructions off of Messi because he's better at football than I am at coaching him to do football. So having him come back or do this, he wasn't in those spaces, whereas when I let him go. So I do think that's the other thing that tactics have to, you have to be aware of. And that's kind of the individual tweaking. If you have a stud, in a position or a stud at that is like, Hey, attacking is through the roof, you know, 95 attack positioning. I don't need to F and tell them what to do. They have 95 attack positioning, like, you know, get in there, AI, do your job. So, um, I think some of those things you could adjust based on personnel. Um, and so, uh, but I still, again, would be interested to know, like when you break that down, man, to be honest, those videos might be out there. I just haven't looked deep enough but you know they aren't post patch so they need to be updated whatever um anyway there's that um i also thought that this is an interesting time to maybe uh talk about that poll that came out i assume a chunk of you got it um you know that was that in-game thing where it's uh, like we're gonna ask you some questions like do you think keepers are overpowered and what do you think about this and is it too easy to score i think based on whatever we said they made keepers worse and finishing harder. So what happened is now like keepers can't stop goals. They're shot on target, but we don't shoot on target as much. So it's like this weird, like, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we're going to nerf 
keepers, but we're going to nerf finishing. So even though the keepers aren't as good, you're not going to hit as many of those shots. So maybe that'll still keep our balance. Like, I don't know. Like I said, they, they look for some other kinds of like dynamics and they look at different kind of, of things, but I am of the mind that, uh, you know, that little poll that we took, um, you know, came into, to play with, with some of the, the kind of tweaks and things. There's been some discussion about it with the second man press work as well. I mean, I think it does. I am getting scored on more through the middle, um, which was part of the idea was that they weren't going to make the middle as clustery and as claustrophobic there, that they were going to be able to expand out and make more plays and pass around a little bit more. And so I, I think there's, there's some of that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, as, the early responses and as much as a play and, you know, and, and I, I keep playing the same style, like before last year, before this game existed, when we still had uh, FIFA overseeing all the things that we do, um, I had already integrated or started working on based on, you know, Martine and working with, with, with Martine that uh, we were going to, you know, work the sidelines and, you know, not, you know, try for some cutbacks. That's part of it, you know, but also just that is a dangerous part of the field. If you get to the, you know, into that final third, right, the left side of the box, that's a good place to work from. And then you can kind of go over. And so a little bit easier. I have found the working it around the horn or those folks that, you know, are doing kind of the speedy, like I call it diagonal transitioning where they're coming up and they get it to somebody and then they, 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 they just run at an angle that seems to make it almost impossible to, you know, tackle them. And my guess is that it, it's, uh, you know, it's not straightforward because that'd be easy enough, even though you can beat some people that way if they overreact, but that uh, if you just tilt at an angle, so you're still moving forward, but you're also going sideways, that it makes it exceptionally hard. A, AI always gets in behind where they're going and they never get ahead of that. So then you're chasing and they automatically have the angle and leverage. So I think that that's kind of difficult. And so those, ang and to be honest, this angle attacking has always been a problem for me. And so I, I think that it is, you know, a strat. Um, and then with this particular middle being the way that it's done, it's it's much easier just going boom, boom, boom. And you see it coming. You're like, I want to block that player over there. And you're kind of in slow motion trying to get there. And, you know, your left stick switching isn't working. And then you just kind of watch it all happen. It's like a giant car wreck. You're like, stop it. But you can't stop it. It just... It just happens to you, and then they run off and do things. I will say, um, early on when I found out how to change it so that I don't, I don't know what anybody's celebrations are. I just look at my exasperated whoever. It's usually, uh, you know, Bon Pastor. Uh, seems like you know, as part of it, whenever Ruben Diaz was in the team, he was oftentimes the one that the camera would jump on while things happen. I don't know if that means he was the one that screwed everything up, but. Um, you know, we, we had that action kind of going. So, um, I also, uh, like I said, I'd be curious if pros listen to like the commentary, cause I have that turned off. I will not listen to people tell me how bad I am from their fake AI, you know, suite of, you know, whatever, and, you know, the equivalent of vocal animations where they're just all like, oh, that could have been better. Like, yeah, well, you're not real. So F off. So I got rid of that. I just listened to what's going on in the stadium and things along those lines. So um, not to get, you know, tilted based on, you know, things that the game is telling me when I can just get tilted playing the game. So um, those 
you know, types of, of areas, uh, you know, now if someone does celebrate on me, I will opt to, you know, if I remember to be honest, half the time, I'm just so used to skipping sellies that I don't even bother like, you know, going after them. And, and then I go old school, right? I know there's the gritty. I know there's like, you know, well, they got rid of the shush cause that was too much, but I, I dead fish. That's fucking interesting, man. Yeah, dead fishing it. I don't know if that bothers people or not, but you know, old school wise, that used to bother people. I remember Castro doing it, you know. But um I I digress. But anyway, um we'll we'll continue. I'm sure patch and patch like discussions will come up. It'll be a big topic, I'm sure, of you know, a variety of uh you know podcasts and videos and streams and of course uh we're fast approaching the uh you know today is monday so later today we'll have the uh pro group c will be going um which of course i'll be talking about uh and covering probably on a friday release is the plan um where we'll talk about what happened into today's group and how that affected stuff for those of you that had a locatelli in your club uh, he's gone up to 80 K. I actually sold mine, even though I used him occasionally, I, I sold out, uh, I went ahead and sold him cause I did the Benasser toxicity and I've got him in there, uh, right now along with, um, you know, I kind of rotate, but, uh, ours made it back into the club. He's up to an 88. And so those two have been holding it down for me, you know, pretty good. So I went ahead and decided I could use the coins. So, uh, you know, before anything kind of happens there, he's an all right player that, uh, the purple Locatelli, but again, not somebody that you see floating around a bunch of teams. So I was like, get out while the getting is good. Got some new players that'll either be getting uh, trashed or, or bumped up today as a uh, group C does its thing. Also they'll, I think they'll be on the patch. I'm sure that'll be part of the discussion. And uh, instead of a toxicity promo, they'll be picking one of the dynasty players. And so I imagine they'll all be kind of picking the, the same one um, when it comes to uh to those so uh and a couple of big ones in there um i guess i don't think they'll pick zidane um or zidane or uh you know don't think uh that would necessarily be the one but i'm you know a couple might uh due to his foot heritage if you will um i was looking because there's not uh, veron now larson like Clivert, maybe Rivaldo for a couple, you know, they do enjoy, uh, they're Brazilians, but that, you know, maybe the 93 Maldini. The problem with that is I don't see a lot of them putting a lot of emphasis on like center backs, uh, or thinking now it's a freebie. So if you do that and then you put like, but I mean, you're not saving a lot cause they don't usually invest a lot in that particular position. Um, some might take the 94 Holland if that's somebody that they get on with. Um, you know, I, this one's going to be a little bit of a, maybe a, a harder pick. Of course, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll probably see. And then they'll let you know, like who is the meta one. And they're probably going to cost what most of these are. I guess I could look like, yeah. So the Zidane is 4.3 million. So probably Zidane, uh, with Holland at 1.8 Rivaldo at 1.2. So, um, if uh, pricing indicates meta, then I would assume that uh, that 
we'll probably see uh, Zidane floating around. And that's one people have played with. Now, you might see somebody take the Mindy just for a free one. Now, they usually take the 81 or 82, and uh, it's cheap, so there's that. But, um, you know, clearly a 1.7 million 87 Mindy, which my buddy who doesn't play packed in one of those little store packs. So, you know, yay. Again, reasons to stay off the game and then get back onto the game. But um, I would imagine that would be where the majority uh, of those are going to kind of land. But again, you'll be able to find out all of that either watching today or on Monday whenever you decide to watch it or the replay or listen on Friday to our weekend wildcard episode where I'll break all of that stuff down and, and we'll talk uh, more in depth about how that played out, how the patch may be affected things, stuff along those lines. So lots of uh, interesting uh, as we move forward. Uh, again, we don't know. This is probably a week-long promo. My guess is for their pro league thing, they don't want to give anybody like two weeks. And so they're going to go boom, boom. And then after next week's promo, we might get a two-week promo because there's a little bit of a break before they get into the game because we're you know talking about Christmas and all of that. So I do think that this is all kind of you know clearly – synergistically aligned um to to work with within those areas so um looking forward to to that again uh like i enjoy it i'll get i've been getting my rewards even if i didn't i'd probably still watch it so there's there's that but um Anyway, as we uh, are finishing up here and come to the end, I did want to remind you, if you are a fan of uh, adjusting or changing or you want some uniqueness, uh, don't forget that uh, Extreme Rate is uh, my, uh, I wouldn't call them a sponsor. Like they gave me a link and said, if you use the link, I'll get a dollar if you do some stuff and you get like a 10% discount. So if you want to make one of your controllers fancier, you got a broken LBRB on something that's sitting in the graveyard of controllers in your house, you know, uh, give them a, a give them a try of course it's coming from china it's going to take it a while it's not an amazon thing so you will be waiting so patience is a virtue um and then uh like i said once i get it and put it together i'll tell you if it's crap or not so maybe hold off but if not and you're like i really want to go ahead and do that and support you know that would be fantastic uh you can also support it by uh, the pod uh via subscription or whatever uh, give you a shout out things along those lines but more importantly not financially but if you're able to you know smash a like or give me some stars or things like that any of that would be uh good as well as we continue to uh plow through um you know eafc 24 and and on so We've made it past Black Friday. We got past toxicity. We're now into nepotism. We'll see what uh, the next one is. But uh, if you're out there playing and you're on the patch and you're like, you know, all this stuff's supposed to be going on and it's not, or you're like me and you find yourself not making it into weekend league or things like that, and it can be kind of frustrating, um, and you're just kind of like, you know, just know that you're not alone whenever you look around and are just like, foot me. Foot me. Uh, foot me.